Hi folks, uh, let's try a new episode and uh, this one is <clears throat> about the need for a basketball shooting renaissance, <clears throat> which means a rebirth. Uh, the simple um, anatomical and physical movement of shooting a ball uh, maintains a, uh, a global status quo of mediocrity and has done so ever since the game started over a hundred years ago. I don't make such a bold statement um, <clears throat> without um, uh, sorry, <clears throat> without statistical support. Um, since there are, there are minor <clears throat> changes in each level of basketball from high school to college to professional ranks, and without being precise, we can safely say that the high school national average from the free throw line hovers around 65%, probably a little less, with colleges and universities averaging around 68, while the pros <clears throat> naturally are far superior with a national average of around 71 to 72. Uh, excuse the sarcasm, but there, but <clears throat> since expectations are far greater than the record shows year in and year out. What is the deal? <clears throat> How come there's such a small gap between the national high school average and the NBA? Well, maybe it's time to step forward out of the dark ages of the 20th century and pursue a similar renaissance, which, as I said, means a, a revival or a rebirth, a, a, new, a, a new life. Uh, like they did during the times of Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo in the uh, 15th century. <clears throat> As I said, it means a revival or a rebirth with the objective of repudiating the, uh, the previous era and to restore revolutionary scientific ideals to revitalize free-throw shooting principles to a level of excellence which would be manifested through several statistics. <clears throat> More athletic finesse and not just physical power. I hope this revolutionary shooting knowledge can spread like, uh, like a California wildfire, which we've experienced recently, uh, and nothing to, it's just scary as heck, but <clears throat> with the aid of the uh, Santa Ana winds, or maybe you would prefer a hurricane named Katrina, which ravished uh, New Orleans, which is close to where I live. Anyhow, she, uh, Katrina Shaw, left her mark right here in my backyard in Baton Rouge. <clears throat> the same concept, we, we need change. Or do we do what Albert Einstein once said? An imbecile or an idiot is one who keeps doing the same thing over and over again, but expecting a different or better result. Mediocrity in overall shooting is experiencing a, a pandemic or very, very little movement in the upward direction. Something has to give. We can't keep repeating the same damn bad habits which give the same result year in and year out without getting into exact details of the scientific principles on this uh, on this platform, 
<coughs> that improves shooting, there has to be a reformation uh, or a, re a revitalization in our physical and kinesiological behavior patterns relating to specific body movements, since that's what shooting is. We must first recognize our weakness as a shooter, or strength, whatever, and that is usually manifested by our personal statistics in practice and in games. Then there has to be an intense desire to improve, which I think most players have, but they lack the ability or resources to seek out and find superior shooting knowledge, which then must be instilled into our minds or mental framework and then pounded into the subconscious with a 10-pound mallet. You become what you think. You are your thoughts. So fill your mind with scientific shooting principles and the body will follow instructions. As you practice new refined reform techniques which lead to superior shooting. <clears throat> I know for a fact that 99% of the players out in the field that I interview unanimously give the same answer to this question about free throw shooting or shooting in general. What are you thinking about at the moment you release the ball? I am sure your eyes moved up in a northwest pattern to think for a moment what your thought process is at this very important moment. <clears throat> well, all the answers relate to either making the basket or not missing the shot. These answers are indicative of the poor mental processes or even lack thereof concerning shooters. Generally, humans can only think of one thought during any given moment. If, uh, if your thought is one of making the basket, then you don't have any time to think of your physical mechanics necessary to give the ball the proper uh, information, like direction and distance, which are the two most important aspects in, of shooting, which doesn't seem to be a lot. <laughs> this is where concentration can now be utilized with a purpose. The ball is a great student. It will do exactly what you tell it to do. It will go in or not, all based on the information sent to it from the brain to the fingertips. It doesn't seem like a lot to control, but there is. Remember, there's simplicity in the complexity and complexity in the simplicity. Since most people agree <coughs> that practice makes perfect, then how come their statistics never return perfect during practice sessions? For example, I always shoot in groups of 100 from every spot I feel I need to work on. <clears throat> this way I know my exact percentage, just like getting a grade in school. <clears throat> and there's a new saying, perfect practice makes perfect. I think we need to make the adjustment there. <clears throat> there are many scientific principles which we will <clears throat> go into as into my future podcast <clears throat> that must be followed to achieve perfection. Simple. Science rules, <clears throat> not nature. In this case, the ball does not care or respond to age, sex, ethnicity, size, emotion, or personal confidence when it is shot. It only responds to perfect effort and information disseminated to it. 
and it will go exactly where it is told. It is extremely obedient. A great kid, as if the dad told him, told your child to go pick, take the trash out, and they go take the trash out. It's simple. Uh, our shooting inconsistency may be a result of skewed ball rotation, incorrect arc on the ball, too high or too low, with the optimum angle being between 42 and 48 degrees. <clears throat> Remember, the angle of release equals the angle of entry. Maybe your forearm, which I also call the firearm, is, which like a, a rifle, which is really what it is, is too high near your ear or below your eye. Are your fingers too close together on the follow-through? Are your fingers bending at the knuckles and pointing down to the floor on the follow-through? Uh, <clears throat> like the hand in the cookie jar. Ugh. Yuck. Ancient, old, bad news. How is that working for you? Are your eyes focused on the rim or the ball during the flight? Is there any lateral movement on any part of the release mechanism? Do you know what signs to look for during a shot? Does your body sway? Does your guide hand assist in the shooting hand? Etc., etc. There's so many things involved. You get the idea. <clears throat> there are a whole bunch of things that can go wrong, and it could be one big problem or a combination of uh, small flaws that lead to a big problem. When I worked with Shaq, he had 20, uh, no, he had 19 physical flaws that needed to be corrected. Either way, the result is the same. Mediocrity, too many moving parts, too many parts that don't work in synchronicity. The one thing that drives coaches crazy, and yet this is the one area that seems to have slid under the radar um, after a hundred years of, of basketball. The only reason I can come up with is the fact that great shooting is an elusive phenomenon. We're all capable of it, but the big problem is that the players are not getting all the information they need to become better shooters. Just really logical and common sense. With all due respect to the coaches, and I do speak softly here, in fact, <clears throat> not, and I'm one of you guys, is that I'll emphasize that uh, with the gentleness in with which I refer to this, it has to be our problem, the coaches and the teachers. There's no way these kids and, and players can shoot mediocre if they're getting the right information. How can a player get better if he or she can, can outshoot the coach? Just imagine how many coaches out there can't shoot at all. This is not an easy topic to discuss because it is true. That's why we need to get together as coaches and really improve the way we teach. Lord knows there is a lot of room for improvement in this area all over the globe. <clears throat> How can a green belt in karate teach black belt martial arts skills and tactics? Uh, it's not possible. If we as coaches think we can teach shooting and our team shoots 60% from the line or even 70%, uh, it is still subpar. It is not the kids. I'm not counting small and weak kids. They have more issues to contend with, like mental capacity to focus, physical weakness, too much energy, etc. You know, there's, uh, there is a little uh, variation there. 
Another reason for this mediocrity is that it is difficult to get a complete knowledge upgrade since great shooters and great shooting teachers are a rare breed and difficult to find. There are not many who can walk the walk and talk the talk. Kids respect this and it just happens to be the most important skill in basketball. If you can't score, you can't win. The real dilemma in the game. This is why you still see pro athletes who are poor at free throw shooting because they they went through the ranks from junior high to high school to college and then the pros. You can see it is not that tough to slip through the cracks and not have any advanced shooting instruction. I'm not talking about the basics. We all get that. This is why we are still shooting average because we do still have just the basics. How come Dwight Howard doesn't have a jump shot after 15 years in the NBA? How do you explain that? It's my belief that if you can shoot 70%, you can just as well shoot 90% with advanced shooting knowledge when dealing with free throw shooting uh, and three-point shooting. This is my mission in life, to improve global shooting percentage 5 to 10%. I know it's a lofty goal, but uh, <clears throat> this is a the beginning of a little uh, a platform to maybe start getting the word out. To increase the awareness and perfect and perfect the activity that goes on within the one second it takes to shoot to perfect to perfect the shot. This is not an easy chore. <clears throat> I, there's an author who, uh, who came up with this quote uh, named by the name of John Ruskin. And he said, every great man is always being helped by everybody, for his gift is to get good out of all things and all persons. Uh, this, <clears throat> this, the shooting epidemic, even though uh, there may only be a hundred shots taken in a game, which is only 100 seconds, which is only a, a minute and a half of actual value where you get points and, and you are rewarded. So it seems we need to get very, very good in that 100 seconds by all the players. So if, you, if you're a great shooter and you shoot 10 times, it took you 10 seconds, and let's say that's 20 or 30 points, depending on where you're at. Anyhow, uh, this is my belief on uh, wanting to make a dent. We're surrounding ourselves with uh, many, many shooting coaches. We're going to have uh, boot camps. We're going to start shooting academies around the country, around the world. And uh, anyhow, again, like I said, I'm still new at this podcast stuff. Uh, uh, I hope it comes across okay. Uh, 